Welcome to the Banter and Bliss podcast, where we try to take marriage seriously, but not too much. I'm Scott. And I'm Sarah. And we are the suitors, and we are married. (laughs) We are very married. To each other. That's right. Uh, Each podcast, we try to talk about what we are doing to put our spouse's needs before our own, while also having fun. Lots of fun. I think we do that successfully. We try. Um, all right, so we'd like to open each episode with uh, a date night review. So what do we do for date night tonight? Well, it was windy, and it was cold, and it was pouring rain. So we went to a park. So, so we sat outside for dinner. <laughs> so we went to a park very fast to take photos before getting blown away. And then we went and sat on a covered patio with heaters and ate tacos while the wind was, like, blowing the what do you what do you call those the like uh, the flaps i'm just going to say flaps <laughs> what, you what know like word. the like closed like enclosed with like almost like shower curtains yeah, but not right. quite. i don't know i don't know i've I never don't know what it's called. purchased those so and ate a bunch of tacos and sat and talked for a while and then we yeah. went and got ice cream the tacos aren't very big but i had 6 i had 4 and yeah. lots of chips and guac and queso yeah so we had a we had a little date night um we had a lot to talk about this week, just mm-hmm. some fun stuff that we're, that we're kind of working on. Um, you know, more updates to come, I'm sure. But um, yeah, tonight was mostly just kind of like about dinner and conversation. Yeah. And, you know, I like to say that, I think I even said it last podcast, um, it's comforting to know that I love you and I also like you. Yes. So we like, to spend, uh, we like to spend that time um, together, just, you know, typically having conversations and eating food. Two of our favorite things. Talking and eating. So that was our and date me- night. Oh, three things, because Mexican food, like... Talking, eating, Mexican food, ice cream, four uh, Oh, ice cream, things. yes, yeah. yes, you, no. <laughs> right, that, that can spiral These pretty quickly. These are my favorite things. Um, all right, so, love languages this week. We, we also like to review kind of how we kind of met each other's love languages. So, um, you know, just to kind of recap... My love languages are physical touch and gift giving. Mm-hmm. Um, again, both how I communicate love as well as receive love. Um, and what are yours? Mine are quality time and acts of service. Wow, I blanked for a second. Right. <laughs> so um, one way that you met my love languages this week were uh, was um, when we were driving to church mm-hmm. on Sunday. I was preparing a lesson for the class that I teach, um, and I, you know, typically spend time reviewing it. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it's kind of funny. Whenever we, if you've seen us arrive at church on Sunday mornings, Sarah's driving the car. Um, you might think that's because you, it can be, you know, like an emasculating type of thing for your wife to drive your car. Again, I, according to some people, um, Sarah drives maybe one percent of the time. When, yes, when it driving. is literally just Sunday mornings, and, and it's that's typically about it. we got to the point where I drive. Um, pretty much the entire time when we're traveling. Yes. I drive pretty much the entire time whenever we go anywhere as a family. It's very rare that Sarah drives except for Sunday mornings when I'm preparing my lesson. So uh, when I prepared my lesson... He, pre- he prepared it. He's just going over I'm it. reviewing it and I'm kind because, of, you know, like game planning it or whatever. While the kids are screaming in the back and Sarah's listening to... <laughs> my choir her, music. Her or choir my music <laughs> at, at, you know, ear-shattering volume. Um, anyways, I have to get my part right. That's right. So this week while I was praying... Preparing for that lesson, um, Sarah just kind of started rubbing the back of my neck and, and the top of my head and, and just kind of um, trying to drive. Yeah, in right. The rain, while driving, the snow. Right, right. My eyes were closed, so I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> That's right. um, 
<laughs> so, uh, so anyways, that was a great way that, that Sarah, um, you know, that she spoke my love language this week. She, she communicated um, her love to me through, uh, through that physical touch. So um, that, was, that was how you communicated, you know, in my love language. And then the way you communicated in my love language, I'm going to focus on quality time this week. And one of the days, I think it was Friday night, I just felt like we needed a little bit of connection time. It had been a few days of just busyness. And I just texted you and said, hey, can we spend some time, like focus time together tonight? And you were like, absolutely. And so that night, we I don't even know how late we stayed up talking. Like we were up pretty late. And, yeah. I don't know. It means a lot to me. And then going to sleep just cuddled up like that. That all is part of like quality time. So yeah. falling asleep at the same time, talking together for a long time. Sarah gets in these like sometimes she gets in these like really really goofy silly moods like right before bed um, where again like she's like tickling me and doing things that's like we're 33 <laughs> and 34 years old like we're too you know we're out of that zone. But I don't know, it kind of keeps it playful and I'm a physical touch guy so it's it's Listen, uh, aging is inevitable. Maturity it's optional. Right. Right. We'll keep you guys updated as to when that maturity finally sets in for me and for Sarah, let me clarify. Um, right, so that was our love languages this week. Um, so one additional topic that we wanted to talk about is uh, the reset button. So um, this was kind of your idea, so do you want to... Uh, yeah, I'll take it. So there are times where we might be... Usually, I feel like it happens when we're driving places, probably because we're like stressed and then we get in the car and then we're even more stressed and then there's traffic and everything. And I feel like we... I don't know what it might be. It might be something stupid. And we start just building off each other. And then our tones start changing. And we start getting frustrated with each other. And we don't want to be frustrated with each other. But here we are. And it's just kind of spiraling. And sometimes we just have to stop and go, you know what? Reset. Like, (laughs) hit an invisible button. Like, you know what? Reset. Can, can Can we just put this aside and move past it? And honestly... Every time we have done that, we have actually just moved past it, right? Like, it's almost like a physical, like, visual everything where we're like, we are going to just stop this silliness and stop arguing about whatever it might be. Um, We both know that we're stressed. Let's go ahead and just reset this before it really spirals out of control and we get frustrated for the rest of the night, which is not fun. Um, I, you you probably remember it better than I do, but when we were going through pre- premarital counseling, Pastor talked about having having the right tone. Oh yeah, the right. It was like the it was all temperature. Te- He's like, you don't want to be too like warm. Yeah, and it was uncomfortable. like on the right turf. Like, oh man, sorry, Pastor. We're gonna tone, like- temperature, turf, time, and then the last one. I I thought the last T was like tummy. Like if you're hungry, don't argue. No, if you're if you're hungry, like don't. I, I think you made that up, but no, I think it. Maybe I'm just adding to it. I, you that, and I, when we are hungry, the, the <laughs> it's on. Right? Maybe like, it's for tired. <laughs> maybe there's like the, ten teas. Maybe maybe you. Maybe we're just like, gonna add a on. Huge to <laughs> but when there's like a lot of different things, there like you when go, you're hungry, the ten teas <laughs> of communication, right? Like, well, on the right turf was like important too, because like you don't want to have like I don't know like. This like discussion right in front of your in-laws, or like sometimes it's like okay, let's let's take this and we'll talk about it. So one later of the funny things when we're fed and we're not hungry and we are at our own house. One of the funny things that that 
we'll do from time to time is, is Sarah will bring up like a hot button topic in front of her mom. <laughs> and I'll say, do you want to have that conversation right now? Like I will. I, He'll look me in the eyes and be like, do you want to have that conversation right now? Right. And, and then kind of motion to like my mom. like. And, and my mother-in-law, Tammy, is a very wonderful human being, just like my mom. And she usually laughs it off. And usually kind of, you know, rolls through it. Uh, she understands why I, I say it that way. Um, you know, we we don't like to have those conversations in front of our spouse's parents. And that's not the two of us. That's just in general. Married people do not have those conversations in front of your in-laws or your parents. Just, you know, despite how wonderful they are, how understanding they are. Um, you know, this is great advice that I believe my mom got from her mom. That oh, we've I've, talked about. I've heard it from different like marriage. Yeah, like, so maybe you've heard it other places. So, but basically, yeah. it's don't go talk about your like your poor communication or issues that you're having or something along those lines with people that you're close with because you're going to forgive your spouse mm-hmm. the next day, and that person that you gave that information to isn't going to forgive your spouse, and so then they're going to start to harbor some you know some 100%. some negative feelings. So, anyways, um, you know. Making sure that you hit the reset button when you feel yourself getting to that point is is something that we try to do as much as we can. Yeah. Um, you Sometimes know. I'll just like like touch something in the van and go like, okay, reset. Let's start over. Right. But let's, I'm also let's the try one that, that all over. <laughs> I'm also the one that's like immediately like this is something negative. Let's end it now. <laughs> yeah. Right. I hate it. Right. All right, um, how how we approach social settings differently. So this is something that actually we we talked about tonight on our date, um, and I'll start <laughs> because I want to give a couple examples of of kind of what I'm referring to, and then you can feel free to like you can feel free to say what I told you, or I can say it however you want to do it. But basically, <laughs> Sarah Sarah is very wonderful thank you and beautiful um she's also very like open to engaging everybody around her in a public setting um and by that i mean we were dating for a couple of weeks and you were singing and dancing in the line at chipotle and um and i I, I probably verbalized it to you at one point like can you stop being so weird and you kind of were like (laughs) <laughs> where's the fun in that right like no i'm not gonna stop being weird and i just remember thinking like the alternative would be standing here bored with the person that i'm dating yeah and right now i'm like slightly annoyed but slightly entertained right at the same time um so you know that took place that happened 12 years ago we've now been married for almost 10 years and uh, we're at the ice cream place tonight um, and even at dinner, and Sarah's like making these loud. <laughs> it was really warm in there. It was like it felt like the beach. It so she's like nice. making these loud statements and kind of like looking over at the table of the family next to us to see if they're gonna like respond to her loud statements. They didn't. And then she's like, Slightly "We're crushed. at the ice cream parlor," and she's making loud statements to see if like no, no. the sixteen-year-olds behind the counter are gonna engage with her. <laughs> no, I was talking to them. <laughs> They they very quickly like went to the back room afterwards. Um, it's an antisocial. The, yeah, right. They're they're lost. They're, they're lost. lost. I was ready to converse with them. I, okay, here's the thing. 
That's what I always say. And the Scott's like, oh boy. Yeah, tell me the thing. What the is thing. It? I was homeschooled my whole life. So we had like each other, our little family. And then we saw people at church on Sundays and Wednesdays. <laughs> and that was like mostly our social stuff. So like we made friends with everybody. It was like the mailman. I mean, chatting it up with the mailman. And the package man and the trash man. I think we even, like, we went across the street when they were putting in a sidewalk and we bring them lemonade and the, the construction work. It's like that up. episode of Bluey, tra- <laughs> Trades, or what, what is it called? Yeah, Trades, where they're, they're like, watching the guys that are doing the construction in the backyard. And they're, like, they're like sneaking out and leaving them, leaving them, like, little treats and stuff. Oh, I've not seen that episode. Oh, it's a great one. You gotta well, watch it. Anyways, so, I don't know. I go somewhere and I just want everybody... I just want everybody to be my friend. Uh, that's what I'm used to. Like, I would go to college and I would, like, sit in the very front of the class and try to get the professors to, like, be my friends. And they kind of were. Yeah. Yeah. So, a couple of things real quick. The byproduct of this is that then people think that they're friends with her and then she basically withdraws from no, them. No. No. That's not true. It's if they get too clingy, then I'm kind of like, uh, yeah, right. I just want to be like friends, but I don't want like I don't do the whole like clingy stuff. I'm kind of like, yeah, it's, I need my. You stick. sometimes feed the wrong stray cats. That's true. Let's put it that way. That's true. So, I don't know. They don't have a sign. Like they don't come with a warning label. <laughs> Which is why I just don't do it at all, right? So Scott, on the other hand, like, I'll come in and I just want to like have conversations with everybody. And I want everybody to like me and I like them. And it's so just kind of this. <laughs> Here's the issue, all right? Here's the real problem. I'll tell you. All right. Tell me the real problem. All right. You ready? All right. So she's asking me tonight, like, well, why do I don't, you know, I have this resting jerk face, right? We won't use the other term. Like, if if you just, like, walk in and I'm sitting by myself at the gym or I'm sitting by myself eating or whatever, I look like a jerk. Like, I just, I have a resting, you know, like, cranky face. Um, However, she's asking me, like, well, why don't you do this? And it's like, okay. The reason is because I don't want to invite everybody around me into my private conversation, right? I'm having a private conversation with my wife. It's wonderful. I don't really care about the family that's sitting next to us. I don't want them to come get invited into our conversation because then they could be the stray cats that won't leave us alone, right? It's like, listen, our dinner was ruined because Sarah said something to this couple and now they won't leave us alone. (laughs) However... More friends. Right. More friends. However... She knows me well enough to know that if she cracks that door open, I'm probably going to kick it wide open. And before you know it, you know. He's the one standing there talking with them. For she's like out an in the hour. car, and I'm standing inside chatting with this couple and learning, oh, you do that for a living? Oh, where, you live there? Oh, I know somebody. You know, so before mm-hmm. you know it, like, <laughs> I've actually, like, it's spiraled, and I've taken it too far. And Sarah's like, well, I didn't mean for that to happen. It's like, well, listen, you can't. I don't know. You can't give a, a baby markers, right? Like you, before you know it, they're going to be doing all kinds of stuff that you don't want them to do. So well, I also like and if okay, the people that were serving when we walked into the ice cream place. First of all, it's freezing cold. It's windy. It's whatever. The place is empty except for the two kids working the ice cream shop. Right. And so we came in, literally like got blown in through the doors, and. I don't know. I just like joked about it and I was like, oh my goodness, like I'm so excited. Like I am so excited for ice cream, whatever, just like bantering with the people are trying to, you know, they're kind of, you know, whatever. But like when, <laughs> oh, yeah, when, right. people, when people are serving me food or some sort of treat or whatever, 
I like feel like I need to be extra nice to them. I don't know All why. Right. We had this conversation too. I don't know why either. Well, I, they're getting paid for their time. Yeah, but like they're getting paid to be there. But they're like serving me, so I feel like I need to be like I don't know. When I was like having babies and I'd be in the hospital, like I felt like I needed to like thank the lady coming in okay. to take our trash out Somebody every time. Delivering your baby and and another person scooping you ice cream. Those are two slightly <laughs> no, no, no. different I'm saying like the people that would come in and just like, you know, housekeeping or whatever and like come in and take the trash. I felt like I needed to like converse with them and thank them and, you know, do that. I don't know. I, gratefulness goes a long way and so does friendliness. That, so that, Those are two very true things. I completely agree with you that gratefulness and friendliness, they do go a very long way. And sometimes, you know, you might connect with someone who might, you know, just... You know, connect you to other people, then blah, 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 blah. Right. Some people might need a little bit of a pick-me-up. And so yes. we do this We do this other thing when we go out for dinner is typically if we have a waiter or waitress, mm-hmm. we will ask them if we can pray for them about anything. And yep. that oftentimes will open up conversations, right? Yes. The 16-year-old scooping our ice cream could have cared less about us. It's okay. So, so my whole point was basically But I think we made their like, night, right? <laughs> I guess. My whole point was basically like... I would love to just have like a private, intimate ice cream session with you, and and you invited these kids into our conversation. They so, left anyways. They went in the back room. That's right. That's so right. we had it. So no whole harm, no place foul. Stores. We could have scooped our own ice cream. They would have had no idea. We could have gone back there. Sorry. Okay. Rabbit trail. I was about to say. I mean, we go from you know being grateful and, and engaging to th- thievery. <laughs> I'm just saying they left us alone so much that we could have just gone. It yeah, we, they bailed. They bailed. Pretty hard. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Us. So our different kind of approaches to social settings. There you go. Um, banter. So the, the... Here we go. The name of our podcast is Banter and Bliss. So each week we want to talk about a couple of things that, that we banter about a little bit back and forth. Um, we think that it's important, again, to have fun and to communicate um, yes. in a joking way with one another and also in a non-offensive way or at least not taking offense to the joking. So um, what what our first kind of point here is uh, brushing our teeth with hot water versus cold water. And this is a conversation that we haven't had in a very long time because our sink in there <laughs> only has hot water because the cold water... Um, it leaked, right? Or like or the th- valve is like too rusted, so I couldn't even like. I mean, we have we a very have... old house. It was built right. in eighteen ninety four. So, anyways, long story short, brushing your teeth with hot water versus cold water. I always brush my teeth with hot water, which is weird. It should be cold water. <laughs> I don't know why that's weird. Okay, um, you stand there at the sink. You're like, huh? I'm gonna brush my teeth. Let's just like. <laughs> It's like brushing it with like soup. I don't know. Like it makes the like toothpaste. <laughs> there's taste surely weird. there's science behind it, like loosening up the 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 plaque. No, like the mintiness is like hot. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like, yeah, I don't know. It should be cold water. Like I, right here's here's why this is why, like. Have a, you done that your whole life? Hot water. Yeah, pretty much. So. <laughs> Here's the thing: is like it's not like I'm brushing your mouth with the water that I use, <laughs> it's right? It's just like, weird. Like, well, I'll go to like brush after you. I'm like, this water's like, it's super hot. Like, that's just gross to me. Yeah, it's like I'm... a hot tub on your teeth, like a, like no. a nice, you know, like warmth. Don't you want like like an ice bath in your mouth? <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm not down for the ice bath. Plus, I also have like 
a lot of cavities typically because I eat you know way more candy than you. That is true. Um, so, anyways, I got sensitive teeth, is what I'm trying to say. So I can't be putting that ice water on my teeth. I'll be I'll be in there curling my toes because it'll be it'll be you know messing me up. Um, the right, right way so, is cold water. It's yeah, cold hot water. water versus cold water. You know, again, like if somebody you know gun to my head, I'd be able to brush my teeth with with cold water um, and be just fine. So cranking up the heat in the car before the car's warmed up. It makes it go faster. That is the most insane logic I've ever heard in my life. It makes it go faster. It like warms well, it you, up. What do, you, what do you think? There's a reservoir of cold air in the engine yeah. just waiting to like, all you got to do is like cycle it all out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. No. <laughs> but what like gets everything is, like warmed up. Okay. Mechanics out there, please comment on this, right? Like how you does just a, blast it. How does a car, how does a car actually generate the warmth for the air that comes out? into the cabin because this is literally so here's here's what happens we get in the car and it's like 10 degrees outside and so sarah will turn on the 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 it's like the, the heat. heat full blast like she'll turn it all the way up and she'll turn it on full blast but it's just like it's like a leaf blower of ice <laughs> air right in my face it's like oh my word that is like making it so much worse like, give the car at least, like, 60 seconds to, no. like, kind of Okay, Scott would be, like, driving down the road. It's, like, 10 minutes into the drive. It's, like, can I finally turn on the heat? Like, we're all, like, freezing. <laughs> I can't afford to have the cold air. <laughs> I can't afford to have the cold air blowing on me, okay? I got to make sure it's all out. It's all warm. Oh, my no, word. No, just turn it off. Like, I feel like... If it's at least blowing, then I can know the second it's going to get warmer versus like, I don't know. No, this it is, might not be. <laughs> this is absolutely insane. Like, I'm not, you know, I don't know. <sighs> Got it. Just it's crank like, it up right away and just take it until it warms no, up for that, you. That, that is terrible. It's like standing in the cold water in the shower waiting for it to get hot. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. You don't do that? Frankly, it's gotten to the point where literally every time we're going anywhere in the cold weather and please don't, you know, please don't at us for this i you know again i'm sure plenty of people out there say that you shouldn't do this i just go i just go warm the car up i oh. just go turn the car on let it warm up for 10 minutes before we we all get in the car it's just it's not worth it's not worth having this argument with her every single time because i'm literally like chattering you know i can't even speak because my my jaw is well, so am i but like it's just like i don't know it, right just, it doesn't even solve the problem like you're no, it helps me know right when it's gonna get like hot like I, I just it, you're gonna be either cold or cold plus the other side of it is like she never wears a coat so, <laughs> so she's like not yeah. only she'll she'll so then what happens is i do wear coats once the air finally warms up she wants it to be like you know the bahamas in our car <laughs> when i've got a coat and a sweater on and so i'm like then we have this battle about a, it's not uh, safe to wear a coat when you're driving like you know okay what about the sweater and everything else under the coat that is also you know designed to keep me warm as opposed to a dress like you put it on when you get to the place i put my my pants and sweater on. no 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 the sweater like if you're putting on tons of layers yeah insane i put i drive barefoot and then i put my shoes on when i get there i'm pretty sure that is illegal it actually is not i looked it up i looked it up it's not oh it's it's like a like a co-arrest thing. Like no, if you're I think doing I even asked driving our miles friend who was a former cop after 39 right. years, and he said no. It's not illegal. Bringing food into Scott's car. Yes. Scott loves when I bring snacks and any sort of liquids or 
sloppy food items. Anything that can spill or be spilled or will spill, Scott loves it. Sarah will be like, I won't spill this, I promise. I don't. I don't usually unless you and drive And then I'll bad. like tap the brake. And <laughs> no. she'll like smash into the dashboard like I like we're you know like we're going 200 miles an hour and I slammed it on slammed on the brake. To be fair, his brakes are very sensitive, so it's like it is like So so then she's this is a specific scenario. She spilled spaghetti, I believe it was. It's <laughs> And so now it's not like, it's not like she dropped some potato chips. Like she spilled spaghetti in my car. So then it was, well, you shouldn't have hit the brakes. It's like, you're right. I should have just T-boned that guy on his bike. <laughs> like, anyways, so then she, well, it's not my fault because you slammed on the brakes. It's like, it is your fault because you brought it into my car. If you wouldn't have I, I had it expecting, you know, to be able to eat it, not it being... You know, a tossed salad. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you know where you could have eaten it? At the house. Not in my car. So, anyways, I, I have mostly... the Most of the issue I have is with, like, wet messes. Ice cream. Ice cream is one of those, yes. Because then ice cream also will get stinky. Like the, you know, we spilled a matcha, a matcha latte one time in the car, oh, yeah. in the van. And it, like, like, a week later, we're like, what is that smell? And we realized, like, it had gotten to the... Like the floor, we're not gross people, I promise. But it's it was stinky in the car, and that's what I'm trying to avoid. So we already know each other very well. So some of these questions are mostly for the purpose of like maybe giving you guys some questions to ask your your spouses, learn a little bit more about your boyfriends or girlfriends, things along those lines. So would you rather get up early or stay up late? Stay up late, 100. percent I will always stay up late. Right. I used to say stay up late. I would so much rather get up early now than I would than I would stay up late. And the reason is because when we stay up late, like we now have like a shorter and shorter time frame between like when we actually fall asleep and when the kids wake up. That's true. If we're on a trip, I'll stay up as late as you want because we can wake up as late as we want. Mm -hmm. But now those kids are up at six thirty to seven o'clock mm -hmm. every single morning, and if we go to bed at one o'clock, we are toast for the next day. So she'd rather stay up late. I'd rather get up early. Would you rather drive or fly? I like to drive. I like to drive, too. Um, I get sick on planes. I just always am a little nervous and, well, when I'm, when I'm sorry. flying. Excuse me. Um, no, I, I don't like the whole, like, checking in three hours before. Yeah. I don't like the whole, like, is my luggage going to fit or not? Because I carry it. I don't think I've checked a bag in we my life. We have never checked a bag in our marriage. Since we've yeah. we've flown, I probably, pack like a <laughs> what, yeah, what it's like called? a decent sized bag, but like you you jam pack stuff in there. Yes, but yes. we also don't travel for like two weeks at a time. We That's usually true. only travel. Ah, uh, we traveled to the Dominican for six weeks. Okay, no kids, no kids. But when we when they picked us up, but you're right, like, we didn't we we just checked we didn't check a bag. Yeah. I think we each had a carry on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> um, right. So I think we'd both rather drive. Than, I like to just have all my stuff, but and we. I don't know you got all those people on the plane that you can't converse with because they're all like way behind you so you have to like well also it's like have all these people it's also home. like oh i'm i'm sitting next to you it's like let me cram into this like i mean we're both like big people yeah like you're i'm lanky long like tall i'm just big and like you know virtually every dimensional way so when i sit down on an aircraft my knees are jammed into my chest and you know, and I'm, you know, I mean, I'm not like six foot nine, 
you know, I feel bad for people that are, but like, I am too big for some of those airlines. Oh, yeah. Like, way too big for them. Um, And so it's uncomfortable. Anyways, would you rather dine in or carry out food? Oof. Sitting in the restaurant most of the time, but every so often it's nice to just carry out and just bring it home and like eat it together, just in the peace and quiet of our home. Uh, sorry, peace and sorry. Quiet of our home. I'm sorry. <laughs> carry out, like if we're talking like date night. If the kids think are of asleep, like, yeah, right, yeah, like right, right. when the kids are asleep and you go pick something up, it's like eight o'clock when we shouldn't be eating food, but whatever, and they're all asleep. Like right now, they are sleeping as we are doing. You gonna this. go get us some food here after this? Oh, it's too late. Everything's closed. Oh man. Um. Well, we already had a bunch of tacos. I'm still stuffed. Yeah, you're right. But I, it's probably 50-50 for me. Depends on the company, right? Like, yeah. Um, I would... Let's say date night. I would rather dine in, I think, on okay. date night. Um, Same. Because, again, we can just kind of sit there and have a nice casual conversation. Picking it up and bringing it home, it's kind of like... I mean, I do love to sit and, like, watch movies with you and, and eat, you know, like sushi or, or piata or whatever. Um but I feel like we just like rush through the food That's whenever fair. we do that. Like That's we just fair. eat it all so fast, and then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna make a mess or something. So I would rather dine in because again, it just it just feels like it's a slower pace, right? You That's fair. Move a little slower. So, would you rather go to the beach or the mountains? Mountains. We're not beach people. I, I would not. much I would much rather go to the mountains as well. Um, the, well. Okay, we like warmth, like the warm part of the beach, but the humidity. And the sand and just the crowds. I just not not Yeah, not to mention like the death trap that is the ocean, right? Like how many people have gotten like like in our family, like not you and me and the kids, but like when we cousins and stuff. Yeah, stung by stingrays and jellyfish. My sister got her foot sliced open by something. I think it was like the horseshoe crab, like Yeah, right. She had to get a bunch of stitches for it. Like it just is like I'm good. I'm yeah. good on the sea creature attacks and, and you know, you know whatever. So I would rather go to the mountains as yeah, well. Yeah, we are not beach people. Now, the, I will say the one thing about going on a beach vacation is, like, I could probably just lay on a beach for, t- you know, eight hours and take a nap or read a book and get some sun or whatever. D. That's right. I like to walk on the beach. I like watching the sunrise. I just, the, all the sand everywhere. I mean, you bring home, like, a pound of sand per kid. Literally. It's like, we, like uh, we still have sand in our in our car in our from van. our June trip to it's North January Carolina, South Carolina. Um, all right, would you rather watch a movie at home or at the theater? At home. This is also a tough question for me. I think I would rather watch a movie at the theater, and the real reason is because like now most of the theaters have those leg rests that that like automatically lift yeah. up. You're weird about the germs thing. I well, think. I'm weird about the germs, but like I. I just want to get up and move sometimes. Like, I don't like to just sit. I, I very rarely just sit and watch a movie. I know. I'm very antsy. I know. Like, what the heck? <laughs> just chill. I like, to, I like to be moving, and I like to be comfortable, too. If I'm, if I'm going to watch a movie, I want to be, like, literally, like, laying down, curled up, pillow, blanket, let's, let's go. Like, not this whole, like, sitting in a chair and, like, I don't know. That's not my thing. Yeah, I like to... I get antsy. I like to, like, you know... I like to watch movies and, and, you know, break them down and, and do the whole thing. So I, I do like to kind of sit and engage, like, with the, the story and the well, I also like, themes of the movie or whatever. I don't know. Like, if I go to the bathroom, I want to be able to pause the movie. Or if I need to get a drink or a snack or whatever. I don't want to, like, miss parts of it. And when you're in theater, it's like, well, 
gotta go potty. So usually I'm I mean, like holding honest. it. So I'm like, we don't we don't watch tons of movies. We watch a lot of like shows, shows together. Yeah. But we don't watch tons of like. It's because I can't sit long enough. Yeah, like well, I don't. I can't remember the last time you were like, I really want to watch this movie. Aside from the Meg Two, <laughs> I think the Meg, Meg Two was the last thing we watched together. <laughs> Um, yeah, but it's fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it knows what it's doing. It, mm-hmm. it, it's like Fast mm-hmm. and the Furious, where it's like, yeah. hey, we know this is absurd, but, like, you're going to have fun for an hour and a half, yeah. right? Or two hours or whatever it was. All right, so I'd rather watch it in the theater. She'd rather watch it at home. All right, so that's uh, most of most of what we wanted to chat about here with the podcast. We, we want to leave, um, each episode, we want to leave um, just with one thing that we appreciate, appreciate about each other. And, and we hope that this encourages you to share something that you appreciate um, about your spouse. Um, so I'll go first. Um, one thing that I appreciate about Sarah is that by and large, the children in their, how do I phrase this? Their, their like bodily functions, bodily, whatever, um, she has never, and, and this isn't, this isn't because I'm, you know, like refuse to do any of it. She has really never given me a hard time about not changing diapers, about not, um, cleaning up vomit, about not doing a lot of those sorts of things. Um, there, she's mentioned to me at times like, well, I'm their mom. So I, you know, it's kind of my responsibility. And I frankly, like, I'm sure it's not the first thing that you would choose to do, but you don't even really complain about it. And and so, I know that I would complain about it all the time. Frankly, when when Sayla has a poopy diaper, I'm like, Ugh. you know, like I'm like, oh, my gosh. Sarah, you're waiting. Like, hey, she just got home. Oh, you know, Sayla just just pooped in the diaper. Um, I, I, it, listen, if Sarah's not here or he she's does asleep, change it. I will 100 change her poopy diaper. But she, something that I very much appreciate about her is that she has never given me a hard time really about not jumping up and doing those things. Um, and she really never complains about it. So that's something that, that I really appreciate about you is, is you take that, I think that responsibility of motherhood, um, you take it head on and you don't give me a hard time about being a little grossed out when one of the kids, you know, pukes all over their bed or something like that. It's just my job. Sure. So... Um, I'm I'm sitting here like trying to think of like. There's it's hard. So, there's it's hard to so come many, up with something. I know. There's so many options. Yeah, right, right, right. I think there's something about knowing you're coming home consistently at a certain time of day. Like you prioritize time with me and time with the family, and you're kind of like, for the most part, like it's five o'clock. I'm heading home, and sometimes earlier than that. But like, you're not gonna work till 10 p.m. at the office, you know I need to get home to my family. And you are like, I can take care of some of this stuff at home, but I am going to go home to my family. And that, I mean, you work very hard, but you're not a workaholic. And I appreciate that about you. You work very, very hard, but you know kind of your limit, and you put us before work. And you always have. Thank you so much. I appreciate you saying that. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's it for uh, the podcast this week. Um, we're excited to, to continue to answer any questions that you guys have. Feel free to, to send those our way. But uh, in the meantime, this has been Banter and Bliss. I'm Scott. I'm Sarah. And we are married. We are. So, 
we'll catch you guys next time.